It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Remenda. Welcome to Los Angeles. The San Jose Sharks face off against the LA Kings tonight, the first of a back-to-back set of games, and a set of games in which occurs three games in four nights. Something that we're all familiar with, but Drew, it's going to happen twice here before the break. And obviously, after a victory, it feels a lot better than after a couple of losses. <laughs> yeah, it certainly does. And, and the victory was, was fun. It was a fun game back of the tank. It was uh, one that reminded me of the old days. What a terrific lift that uh, emotionally that Logan Couture and Nico Sturm provided. You could see the change in the guys. They, it, was a, uh, it was a game where if you, if you um, could have blueprinted it any better, I don't think you could have because uh, Logan was so important in that win. They get good goaltending. It was a team win all around. So that's one they have to build on. LA's finally got back in the win column that they've been struggling and the one thing you have to do against LA is you got to be able to fight through the neutral zone so it's going to be a tough contest tonight. It's kind of been interesting the LA Kings have had a couple of transactions these last couple of days. Uh, Samuel Fagimo who got claimed by Nashville after he scored against the Sharks in preseason got claimed back after they put him on waivers so he's back with the LA Kings. And then uh, Tobias Bjornfoot, who was kind of part of their future, claimed on waivers by the Vegas Golden Knights in a kind of a curious addition to the depth. But uh, the other change for the Kings is that they put Pierre-Luc Dubois from his center position to the wing with Andre Kopitar, and they moved Quinton Byfield to the middle. Just a slightly con- different configuration to a Kings team that's been struggling but finally found their groove back here recently against New York. Well, I can tell you from a coach's point of view, there's nothing we spend more time on than lines. <laughs> you, trying to figure out the right combination. David Quinn's been doing it. Everybody, every coach does it all the time to make sure you get the right lines and the right line combinations. It's also uh, it's an inexact science because it's your best guess, your best expert guess after seeing this guy here and that guy there. You know which guy works better with that guy. It's it's. It's a, it's a crapshoot at the same time you're, you're, the experience that Todd has and Trenyani has is something that they, they, would, they would certainly rely on. But overall, um, the one thing that they always have is the way that they play. Their identity is very strong. They're still a tough team to get through the neutral zone. And defensively, that's their bread and butter. Well, they've got Drew Doughty and they've got Mikey Anderson. That's a really top, uh, great defensive pair at the top and they're really thick right through the lineup. Yeah. One thing that's interesting you mentioned about line combos, you know, we always do it too as broadcasters. Coaches do it all the time, and they tend to keep everything exactly the same if they win a game, with the, maybe an exception or two. But what about the general manager? The general manager has a, a whole different way of looking at it. They've got a board with lines up too, but it's not necessarily for this year or for now. It's for the way it ought to be, and in a way, that's a, that's a different kind of a game. Big picture versus here and now, right? 
that's the difference. Coaches are paid to win now because their job depends on it, and that's that, and the team depends on it. Coaches or general managers have the big picture in mind. General managers are looking at the future, especially our general manager. Mike Greers and Tom Holy and that staff are looking at the big picture. So overall, yeah, it's a different mindset, but that doesn't mean that the general manager can ignore what's happening in the here and now. And he and David talk all the time. So that's a very important that you have that constant communication. Plus you have to understand what's going on with the San Jose Barracuda, and they've been struggling lately too. They just lost in a game in overtime 6-5 in Denver, or in, actually in Loveland against uh, the Colorado Eagles. Um, we've seen some progress with some of the young players there. I think the one that I'm most concerned about, or most interested in maybe better a way to put it, is Shaq Mukamadulin. Um, how is he doing? He's strong. He is a strong player. I like him because he's calm. He's calm like Henry Thrun. He's gotten used to the North American ice. He moves the puck well. He gets up in the play well, shoots the puck really well. Um, not as physical as I thought he'd be as a guy that size. Um, Guryev's more physical than he is, but Guryev's more physical than pretty much anybody. But overall, I think that Shakir, he's a good one. I, I think when you start to look at the early returns anyway, the Sharks did well in the Timo Meyer trade. They sure did, and that trade is looking awfully good for the San Jose Sharks for now and for the future at the moment because they picked up Fabian Zetterlin, they picked up Nikita Ochotiuk, they got Shakir Mukhamadoulin, who's a big part of the Sharks' future, and they got that first-round pick, 26th overall, that turned into Quentin Musty last summer, and they've got maybe a first-round pick coming up in the 2024 draft and a seventh-round pick in 2024. So they may get another first-round draft pick, but even if they don't, it's a second-round pick this year from the New Jersey Devils, and you know that's going to be a guy that could be valuable. You remember some of the guys that are selected in the second round there, Mark Edward Vlasic being a, a one that comes right to mind, a few others. I think it's really important to, to try to accumulate those picks as much as you can. But now what do you accumulate with the San Jose Sharks today? I mean, this is a... Uh, uh, an L.A. Kings team that's that's pushing hard. They've been challenged. They know they've got to get back and, and, and continue what they did against the Rangers. Um, how do you look at today? One of the things that I really liked about the way that the Sharks played was how they skated. If you don't skate against the L.A. Kings, you're going to be in trouble. You've got to skate through. You've got to push the pace. You've got to get your feet moving, slash skating to, to break that neutral zone. I, I anticipate that they will do more of the same, and I really like the fact that they were they stayed with it. I didn't like the fact that they had two shots for through halfway of the game. They've got to get more pucks on net. We've been saying that for eight forever. weeks, maybe yeah. forever. Yeah. Um, they finally start to get the idea of it. Uh, you know, after a while, maybe it's because the coaches are, 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 I guess you could say, encouraging them when they're on the bench. I suppose you look at the stat sheet at the end of the period, and everybody does, and you don't feel too good. No, yeah, no, exactly. But. So you just, you just got to keep reminding them. I, I thought David Quinn did a really nice job of, on the bench last game of reminding them. And even though it was a, it was a situation where they weren't getting those results, they kept pushing for them. They, they kept working for them. You were down there, and I wanted to see if you could gauge the, the feeling when Logan Couture set up that goal. Because of the effort that he had, it had to be a big, big moment down there. Should have seen David Quinn's face. I have never seen him smile that much in my, since I've known him. He was so pleased. The coaches were all smiling. The, the team went. The team jumped up. Every, like Capo Kakinen's beside me, he jumped out of his seat. The guys were so happy. Crowd went crazy. The best thing was, Mark Edward goes back on the bench, looks at me and goes, French Connection. I went, what? He goes, French Connection. Vlasic from Couture. 
I went, jeez, man. <laughs> Little known fact that John Beliveau's wife's maiden name is Couture. I did not know that. <laughs> uh, Elise Couture, I believe her name was, and uh, not related. Yeah. Uh, and there was another NHL player, I think his name was Jerry Couture, that played a long time ago. I asked Logan a long time ago, you guys related? He goes, no, not that I know of. Yeah. It was great. The, the bench went crazy. It was, it was such a fun thing. And David Quinn's smile was, I wish I had a camera down there. I should have taken a picture. What, that's more relief than anything else, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. it's relief, but it's also, you know, proud and happy for the guy. He worked so hard to get back. Logan and I am talking about worked so hard to get back. It was, it was a neat moment, really neat moment. I've got a little extra morning skate bonus for you. I talked to David Quinn this morning, and he told me a lot about the details that both Nico Sturm and Logan Couture put in the game, and he says it's a welcome sight behind the bench. It sure is, and, you know, it's something that we've been lacking for sure throughout the course of the season. Sometimes we do it, but the consistency in those areas are, is what's going to allow us to have more success. And, you know, to have a guy like that be able to do those things in key situations is so important. It's just understanding, you know, the situation, what it calls for, and, you know, we've talked about this a lot, managing your shifts, and sometimes nothing happening in your shift's a good shift, and we've got to understand that. And, you know, the disappointing piece of it is we score goals, and we give up a goal right shortly thereafter, too shortly thereafter. And, you know, we've just got to learn to manage those situ situations better. Well, tonight the San Jose Sharks face off against the Los Angeles Kings, and I understand you got traded. I got traded? Yeah, yeah, I got traded to the radio side today uh, because uh, when I, when I love going to the radio side. I think it's a, a trade-up, to tell you the truth, um, because I've got my radio show back in Saskatchewan for four hours, so you and I are taking over after that. And we're trying to get used to a new hotel. I think we've stayed at about six or seven different hotels in downtown Los Angeles over the course of time. When we were told that the other hotel wasn't available, I thought we were going to go back to the Omni where we used to be, yeah. which is right around the corner, but we're at a, another new location in the heart of the Arts District. I think it's kind of, well, not the Arts District, the Performance Center yeah. District. Right, sorry, right across from the, uh, from the Disney Concert Hall. Well, it's going to be an interesting game tonight. We're on the air at 7 o'clock, and until then, that's the Morning Skate today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.